Hello and welcome to Maggie's Running Podcast. I'm Maggie Cooper. Well, all week I've been doing this beginner's guide um, to running and this is the, the fourth and uh, final part of my, um, my advice to you for um, if you're a new runner. So the, um, well, there's, there's, a few, there's just a few odd bits, I guess, that um, I haven't mentioned earlier or I just want to reiterate from, from um, the earlier episode, episodes. The first question you might have is how, how much should I run to start with? And as I said at the very beginning, it will really depend on how fit you are. I would suggest that to begin with, you only start with like five to ten minutes. Um, in fact, as I said in the first episode, it might just actually just be to the end of your road and walk back. Um, but but hopefully soon you'll be able to build up to um, five or ten minutes. Um, and and that, that, that's, 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 that's plenty. And, and you can include some walking in that. You actually only might be um, two minutes of running and, and eight minutes of walking, something like that. That's absolutely fine to begin with. And just gradually try to build up the amount of running that you do. Everybody's going to be different. So um, for, for, for some, it might take a few weeks to build up, for, say, for example, to um, 20 minutes. But for others, it might take a whole a month or two months or, you know, quite quite a lot longer to, to build up to um, doing, um, say, uh, up to, say, 20 minutes. Um, I, w- I would suggest that you, you know if, you, if you're really starting from complete scratch, then maybe two or three times a week would be um, more than adequate. Um, but as you get um, you know more into it, hopefully you can build up to at least three times a week, maybe four times a week. Most people will be able to walk, as I said, for about 10 to 20 minutes, um, even when they're starting out. And I say I wouldn't necessarily recommend you starting to run if you can't actually walk relatively comfortably for, say, 20 minutes. So uh, one thing that you could do, for example, is you could go for a walk for 20 minutes and say, "Okay, I'm going to after five minutes, I'm going to run for uh, one minute. Then I'm going to walk another 10 minutes. Then I'm going to run for one minute, and I'm going to walk another five minutes. Something, something like that, you know. And gradually, you can increase the the time that you run within that twenty minute walk. So, you know, you just have to think a bit, bit more sort of creatively about exactly how you're going to um, you know, get yourself um, running and running at that little bit farther each time. But I think if you say maybe start off, um, if you want to want to do the whole thing sort of running like a little bit of run walk, then five or ten minutes might be enough. But you could just say just go for that twenty minutes, and then just add little bits of running within that twenty minute walk. So what do you do if you're coming back from an injury or maybe pregnancy? Um, this is um, the scenario that I found myself in on a number of occasions. Um, in both cases, if you've actually been a runner before and you're starting out again, there's really a massive temptation to do too much too soon. And there's also a massive uh, temptation, temptation to compare yourself with how you were before. Um, and that can be a little bit demoralizing. So you kind of have to you know, really be um, kind to yourself. And, you, know, you, you, you won't be able to run as fast as you did before you were injured or before you had a baby. But with training and just taking it steadily, you will get back to that same level again. So in the case of, you know, if you've um, ha- had a baby, then obviously take your doctor's advice. But um, personally, I, I would not recommend running um, until at least six to eight weeks after you've given birth. Uh, I myself, have, you know, I found it really frustrating and it's quite tempting to try and start earlier. And I've had three children and I, and I can tell you, I, I really wouldn't recommend really running um, before that because there isn't actually that much of a hurry. You're, you know, especially after the first child, you, you can get your fitness back relatively quickly um it's quite interesting it, um seeing people being really quite successful um and but I, I wouldn't i wouldn't rush it um just 
take each day really just as it as it comes um be patient um you will get your speed back but if you try to rush it then you're probably guaranteed to get injured so just be um just be careful okay for the next thing um do i need to warm up is often a question people ask do i need to do some stretching and stuff uh, personally, I, I, I don't do that because I don't really like to stretch on cold muscles. What you can do, some people um, maybe will recommend, you know, when you go out for a run, you just you walk for a couple of hundred meters and then you just jog easily for a couple of hundred meters and just gradually build up your, your speed um, slowly over the first um, little um, period of time. Or you can do some, you know, other, other exercises in your house, you know, that are sort of a little bit more active to warm up your muscles before you go. But I, I don't think stretching is that great um straight off cold muscles it's something you can do um at the end of a run or you can do after you've warmed up if you want but um to be honest i, I don't normally do um stretching like that I do, I do the sort of core um mobility exercises um different things like that which do include some sort of stretches but i don't normally do it um as part of the running but um i'm not saying don't do it i'm just saying that everybody's it's kind of a bit, bit different so I don't, I'm just saying you don't have to do it I usually do those drills that I mentioned they kind of like activate they're called activation drills as well um sort of make you uh, your muscles kind of ready for um a, fa- a little bit of a faster session and in fact one of the reasons I sometimes don't do those is because I just feel a little bit of a prat doing funny walks up and down the prom but that's not really a very good reason not to do them I think um, that is a good way actually to kind of get your muscles all warmed up and finely tuned before you do something a little bit quicker the other thing that you want to do which I've alluded to is a strength and conditioning for your body not not just your legs it's really important that you have really a uh, really solid core and um you particularly your, your glutes um need a little bit of work on them because you know you, you use that a lot when you're you're running so um you would want to add in a couple of um times a week when you when you do some sort of other exercises um there's there's plenty of apps out out there and there's um videos on youtube and stuff which you can look at for um sort of the strength and conditioning i don't recommend necessarily um as part of this doing those um things like um burpees and um, mountain um climbers and uh squat thrusts and stuff like that those more like high intensity things there's a place for them i'm not saying don't do them at all i'm just saying that for the strength and conditioning you're thinking about doing exercises that are really going to strengthen your core like you know like planks like runners touches like squats like clams this type of exercises you can um, find the examples of how to do all of those types of exercises on the internet you know youtube and stuff like that you can find some videos and that so um yeah de- definitely do those those exercises really going to uh, strengthen your core and your and your glutes you you probably want to do maybe like 30 seconds for each one or maybe like 10 reps or something like that you can you can do more than one set if you want but that, that's the sort of amount i would recommend so the next thing um, uh, is, do you need like some sort of fancy watch? You might see people with these GPS watches and Garmin's and stuff like that. Um, the answer is no, you don't You don't need a fancy watch. Um, I mean, I'm not saying don't buy one, but um, if you're starting out, you just certainly don't need one. You, you do need something that you can time yourself with, like especially if you're going to do like a mixture of running and walking, you might want to say, okay, I'm going to uh, run for one minute, I'm going to walk for two minutes. You need to know like when the one minute's up, when the two minutes are up. Um, otherwise, you can just like end up just walking the whole way if, if, if you're um, not careful because you, 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 you think it's longer than it is. So... Um, yeah, so you don't need a fancy watch, but it's useful to have a stopwatch. Or you can use on your phone, if you've got a stopwatch on your phone, um, you can use use that. Um, that also leads me into um, the, the next thing, which is um, 
you know, to, to do with um, an app called Strava, which I, I use quite a lot. You can download the Strava app onto your phone and um, that will measure the time and the distance and also where exactly you've run. So um, that's quite um, useful um, when you're starting out. If you don't want to buy an expensive watch, you can just download the Strava app. There's a free version of it that you can use. Um, this is also a paid version that you can use, but um, the free one's fine. Uh, some people also have like Fitbits, but um, I found them to be pretty inaccurate when it comes to running. So you know, it, it might be okay if you're just using it for, for timing or something. Also, um, another thing is, uh, the, well, the, really the last thing, um, my last tip really is to keep a, a log of what you've done, keep some sort of diary or journal. So you can actually do that through that Strava app um, if you want, or you can just use a, like a real notebook or a real diary and write down what you've done. But don't just write like how far you went and that. Just also include some details like how you felt, um, what it was like, you know, maybe I had a niggle in my right knee or whatever. It's useful because then if there's a problem, you can look back and you can see maybe what caused the problem. Or if you go really well you can look back and see oh well that was what worked for me There's, that's the training I did and I did really really well when I did um, a, a part run or half marathon or whatever it is that you do so it's it's really quite useful the main thing though with all this all these tips and stuff and the running is that you have fun it's, it's definitely uh, more fun if you can find someone else to run with whether that's a friend or potential new friends in a running club but um, you'll, you'll get a lot of satisfaction from seeing your improvements um, and you get a buzz from completing the sessions. So it, it, is, it is really worthwhile. And as I said before, you know, sometimes you don't really feel like going out, but it's really worth going out. Um, like today, it was the weather was just horrible. And I was like, do I really want to go out? But I did really feel quite satisfied, quite, quite chuffed with myself for going out. And it's like really horrible weather and, and coming back and, and, and completing the session. So, yeah, it's very rare that you go out um, on a run and you don't feel happy that you've done it when you come back. So set yourself some sort of plan for this week, something that's really achievable, something that you know you can do. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. What can you do? And then lace up those trainers and get out the door. And good luck to you. Thank you.